cliffcentral.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the morning where we check in with Dr. Hanan Bushkin, renowned psychologist and head of the Anxiety and Trauma Clinic in Johannesburg, and also recently nominated for a uh, an Achievers Award, which we didn't mention. We we were remiss. No, I mean, like you know, Dr. Hanan has got like probably a shelf full of these things, so it's no big deal. But I forgot to mention <laughs> it last week because he was actually hoping people would vote. Um, but Doc, well done on that one. It's very kind of you. I always feel so blind kind of like with the self-adulation, but I do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad uh, it's uh, we're able to uh, dispense value to people who need it most and uh, have been recognized for it. That's and if amazing. you get a chance, please go and vote. I'll put the link oh, up, up on my Instagram oh, so we, story. So we can do that still now? Yes. yes. Today's the last day. Okay, brilliant. So we still squeeze this in. So go and vote for Dr. Hanan. You can find him on his Instagram and all the links will be there as well. So you can go and vote for him. And because he's here giving us free, you know, mental health advice every week. And we talk about all kinds of stuff and he's a busy man. So this is your way of repaying him. Go and vote for him in this award. It'll be a nice one to put on the shelf. And, you know, Doc, someone said to me once, even if you're the kind of person who doesn't really care about awards, I'm not sure whether you are or not. I tr- I try not to like take awards too seriously, but what you got to realize is sometimes it's not about you receiving it, it's about the people giving it. They want yeah. to recognize you, and especially if it's uh, something like this where people vote, because then it's the people who really care about what you've what you've done, and it would be ungrateful of you to not accept that you know with a bit of grace. I think that's such a great point, and uh, I've had to put kind of my ego aside, and because I, you know, whether I win the award or don't win the award, the journey continues, and uh, still going to dispense value. But uh, you're right for the people that put in the effort and the time and the energy to mm-hmm. recognise this achievement. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously, I've got to be open to that. So thank sure. you very much. I really appreciate the mention. Cool. I'm glad I remembered this time, and I'm glad we still got time to vote. Okay, so, Doc, let's talk about this thing. Um, it's been a big story in the news. We talked about it last week. It's very difficult whew, when you know the people involved, and Sonia Booth used to have a show on Cliff Central, so she's a part of our family. Um, she's kind of been, and I hope this isn't unkind to someone who's already going through a really tough time, but she's been unraveling a bit on social media, and really, this is something that is a new layer which maybe human beings haven't had to deal with is the fact that now everyone is a public figure because everyone is on the internet and now obviously for famous people it's a whole lot worse but now for all of us if you put your stories out there everyone is going to have an opinion even the people who are not in any way involved it's none of their business but by you sharing that stuff, it becomes their business, and they're entitled to an opinion. So we can't criticize them. You've decided to allow them into your world. But let's talk about some of these things. And really, I'd like you to take this in whatever direction you want to go, because there are a bunch of things here. There's infidelity, you know, cheating in a marriage. There's gaslighting. Um, oh, I'm, I'm not cheating, um, especially in the case I saw people passing around an ad where, like, Matthew Booth is busy saying – you know, it's an HIV ad, and he's like, um, uh, you, it, having a single partner is the safest thing you can do. Obviously, in retrospect, now the people who made that ad are feeling pretty stupid, but they didn't know what was going on here. But it is a kind of gaslighting. The effect on the kids, the stuff I spoke about now going public, 
the pressure of being a celebrity, all of that stuff. Where do you want to begin with this? So uh, for some reason, we put celebrities on a pedestal and I think we think they're superhuman. Mm. We all are uh, subject and uh, are slave to our own psychology. And uh, we must understand that cheating happens for one or two or both reasons. One is because there's a great push away from a relationship. Mm-hmm. And or two, there's a great pull towards something else. So there's a concept in psychology called need bidding. Need bidding means that relationships work because needs are being fulfilled back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I need water, you've got water, I'm naturally going to connect to you. You Mm -hmm. need food, I've got food, you're naturally going to connect to me. The moment we do not give each other what we need, there'll be a natural disconnect. But listen to this, the moment we give each other what we don't need, there's a natural disconnect too. Mm -hmm. So we think by giving and giving and giving and giving, we're naturally going to create a connection. But actually, if you give someone what they don't need, they disconnect from you as much as if you don't fulfill what they do need. So for example, if you've just had a seven course meal, Mm -hmm. you're stuffed, you can't think of food. And I now go and slave in the kitchen for seven hours making the most incredible burger that you've ever had in your life and shove that burger down your throat. Naturally, you're going to resent me. And I'm going to resent you too because you don't appreciate me putting all the effort in making this burger. But the reason why you're going to resent me and I'm I'm going to resent you all because I fulfilled a need that you didn't have. You didn't have a need for food. People think that we need a lot. Actually, we don't need a lot. We need a little bit, but of what we do need. So going back to relationships, if you want to find a sense of connection, that's specifically, and I've discussed this on the show before, nine essential elements to a romantic relationship, that nine essential needs to make a romantic relationship work. There's communication, there's trust, there's common shared values, there's compromise, there's intimacy, attraction, the need to feel desired, practical contributions, and playfulness. And if you're able to fulfill those needs in a relationship, you're gonna create this incredible pull towards your partner and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But remember, the reason why somebody breaks the rules is not just because there's a push, in other words, these needs are not being met, but also in comparison, there is a pull towards something else. And celebrities, unfortunately, are so exposed to these pools because they hold so much power, so much resource. They perhaps are financially incredibly secure. They're in the limelight. They are in the kind of apex of the the alpha male realm in human society, and people are naturally drawn to them. So you might have an incredible relationship at home, but you're so exposed to alternatives that suddenly the pool becomes greater. And the alternatives, by the way, can, or rather what you have at home, can never compete with alternatives, ever, ever, Mm -hmm. ever, 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 ever. Because think about the challenges of a real relationship versus the benefit of a quick fix or somebody that you've known for perhaps a couple of minutes or a couple of hours or somebody that you only know when you're out. And what ends up happening, you're comparing a drug to real life. You compare a quick fix to the real benefit and the real difficulties of real life. And the and real life has absolutely no chance against the drug. 
That is such an interesting point because often people are judgmental about this. They're like immediately trying to assign blame, just like Mash was telling us about that aircraft crash over the weekend. People just desperately want to hold someone responsible, right? That's the good guy. That's the bad guy. And make it obvious mm-hmm. that this is like a, a binary thing, that there's one person who's just evil and one person who's just good. I always wonder with those yeah. people. I wonder if those people actually even have a definition for evil because that is one of the hardest things to define. You ask someone, what, what, how do you define evil? And it'll take them a very long time and a huge amount of mental energy to actually figure that out. So that's number one. But we're not by any means condoning this behavior or saying that that's an excuse, right? Never, ever, ever, ever. But I will say that nobody's bigger than their temptation. Uh, If you think that you're bigger, your psychology, your emotional capacity is big enough to avoid temptation, Mm -hmm. you just, you're just playing with fire. You know, I don't know if you remember, maybe 20, 25 years ago, there was a show on Mnet called Temptation Island. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they redid it a couple of years ago, but uh, the original show had uh, couples, the happiest couple that they could find, and they put them on, on an island. The guy was on the one side of the island. The woman was on the other side of the island. The guy was surrounded with 12 of the most beautiful girls they could find for them, right. and the girl was surrounded with the 12 of the most beautiful guys they could find for her. And the aim of the show is do not cheat on your partner. Avoid temptation. That's mm-hmm. what they call the Temptation Island. Do you know how many couples stayed faithful on the show? No. Zero. Zero. <sighs> Zero. Because if you think that you are bigger than the temptation, you are mistaken. It just doesn't work that way. So on day one, you'd be, no, nah, of course I'm not going to do that. On day two, of course I'm not going to do that. But as you are exposed to the temptation more and more and more often, before you know it, you give yourself permission to slip away. So you're quite right. We are not saying that this is right in terms of a a moral judgment, but we're just explaining behavior. If you are going to put yourself in situations where you're tempted, eventually your psychology wins and you're going to succumb to the temptation for sure. Wow, that's a a scary uh, result for that show. I mean, I didn't watch the show. I remember it being on, but not one couple managed to stay faithful to each other. So that's worth discussing, but maybe we'll just – skip across to the other stuff because there's a lot to cover here um what about this you know this going public thing because for sonia booth she shared this story and it's something that's been going on in her life for way longer than it's been on the internet she's you know according to the 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 stories that are now coming out she's been almost like gathering evidence over the course of a year or more um, as this has been happening and then she decided, right, I'm, I'm putting this out there. I'm going to share this. What would you advise a client of yours about sharing this stuff on social media? And what would, you, what would you say is the best course of action here? Because people also get really angry. You know, the, there's nothing like a, a woman scorned, they say. But in this case, it could quite easily reverse the gender roles. It could be the guy who's scorned. But when people get hurt, they lash out. And they sometimes do things that are counterproductive to their own happiness. What would you advise a client? Right. So obviously to the partner, this is a very painful experience to have your, your life partner, your husband, your wife, have an affair, cheat on you and make you look like a fool. Mm-hmm. It's, inc- it's, it's absolutely devastating. There's no sure. question. And we should dedicate a whole show on how to deal. If you had found out that your partner is having an affair, how to confront that person. 
But if a patient of mine comes to me and says, Hanan, what do I do with this situation? I would ask them a very important question. One, what do you want to achieve? What is the goal? Because how many times have I said on the show, don't allow your feelings to dictate your behavior? Feelings are liars. And what feels right today, uh, straight off that cup of coffee feels very wrong. Mm -hmm. So feelings change all the time and feelings are varied and they just not consistent. So you shouldn't base your decision based on how you feel. You should base your decision on whether it services your particular goal. So what I would ask anybody that's uh, found out that their partner's having an affair, I would ask them, what do you want? What do you want? Put your feelings aside for two seconds. Practically, what do you want? So you might say, well, I want to get a divorce. Okay. I want a separation. Mm. I want to work it out with my husband because we have a family unit and I want to preserve the family unit. I want to get more information because that's very important because what has happened is with a partner that's been cheated on, they now want data. They are left in the unknown. They're left in limbo. Hold on. So you said you're there, but now you I figured out you're over there. You said you love me. Did you really mean it? Yeah. Hold on. When we were intimate, were you really thinking about me or were you thinking about the other woman? A billion questions are going to arise and the trust is broken. So again, I would ask the partner, what do you want to achieve? And then we look at the best strategy to create that. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get back together, okay, that's fair. There's no judgment there. You want to preserve your family unit. Perfect. Is going on social media going to serve that? Mm -hmm. If the answer is yes, well, let's do it. And if the answer is no, which seems like it's just not the right answer, well, let's avoid that irrespective of what your feelings tell you. If you want to get a divorce, no problem. Let's go and figure this one out. You know, in life, sometimes life puts you in a position, and this is important, where you have a choice between easy and easy. Great. Sometimes life gives you a position between easy and difficult. Brilliant. But sometimes life gives you, uh, puts you on the fence. It gives you the position or the choice between bad and even worse. Mm. Well, you don't have a good choice. We have to sacrifice either. And I always tell people when you're, everyone, you're on the fence, and I'll end off with this. Whenever you're on the fence, you have at least four different, different positions that you can take. You can take position A or position B. You can take the position of, I don't know what to do, and let me go get information, or let me just sit on the fence and wait it out. The worst possible position to take in life is to sit on the fence and wait it out. Because I've always said, if you're not the chess player of your life, you're a pawn in someone else's. If you sit on the fence, you will always end up where other people want to take you. So don't sit on the fence. If you don't know what to do, go and get data. So I'm not too sure if I want to get a divorce. Go and get data to help you figure out and make a decision. Sure. You see, we could talk and maybe we should talk about how to respond to this kind of thing and maybe what the best course of action is in in a future episode. But we're out of time for this morning already, and um, we haven't even scratched the surface of this one. So, Mash and Leanne, I'm sorry, you haven't even had a chance to ask any questions this time around, but we'll we'll get Dr. Hanan on again, and, um, and hopefully we'll be able to uncover more of this because these are real things that real people are dealing with on the daily, and it's not easy. It's, um, it's tough. Human relations are never easy. They can be extremely rewarding. They can be the best thing about your life, but they can also be really, really awful and so hard and so painful. 
So thanks, Doc, um, and good luck with those awards. You can go and vote for Dr. Hanan on his Instagram. He's got all the links there where you can go follow through, and then he is up for an Achievers Award, which um, he rightly deserves, and um, we'll all go and vote and take part as well. So thank you very much, Dr. Hanan Bushkin. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much, and thanks for the acknowledgement. I want to tell you Cliff Central has certainly been a massive and intricate part of this, so thank you very, very much. Thank you. All right, Doc, we'll see you soon. Thanks, man. Cliffcentral.com.